2: This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by expressvpn.com slash ham and by manscape.com promo code ham and by ease and easewellness.com promo code ham and by seat geek promo code ham now to the segment did, did he get another laminated uh, certificate last night Monday night <laughs> I football I don't think so <laughs> that to me was still one of the great moments would it say all-time passing leader? Yeah, it was just like, oh, we got it. Did you guys get anything for Drew? No, no, no. Let's just make him a card and get it laminated. Okay, sweet. And we'll just let him have the football? Yeah, cool. Um, he sets a record every week. The guy is just so special. And uh, watching the video that Reggie Bush took of him doing all his mental reps and visualizations and licking his hands and talking to nobody in an empty practice facility and rolling out and pump faking. and I mean... He's not great by accident, but uh I think like you you've been saying this for a while that you just think Drew just in general is even though we all talk about him like he's great, we there's we don't quite give him enough respect in terms of the conversation of the greatest ever or at least up near that list. Um but man, he's Well, doesn't it feel I, like he the- terrifies me? I know that. Like when your team has to play him, he terrifies you.
0: I think he terrifies you as much as Aaron Rodgers. And maybe it's just his team's been better the last couple of years. And I made this argument that and I've been had this argument for a little while. He's in the tier of Steve Young, Brett Favre, Rodgers, it feels like, right? There's Brady, Joe, Marino, Elway, Peyton, Manning. And then the kind of the next tier, and again, this is the tier of the elites of the elites. Like this is like all, all these guys sit at the kind of the same table up in football heaven. But I think if you ask the casual fan, like who's a better player? Favre Breeze. The natural reaction from most people would just be Favre. Rogers Breeze. Rogers. Mm-hmm. Even Steve Young, I think people would just say Steve Young. I think when you look at it. I don't know about all, that one. That that one would be okay, maybe a little more on the fence. But it's also I one thing going against Steve a little bit is it's been a while. Because the NFL films tweeted out something like on his birthday over the summer, and you watch the clips, you're like, this guy was a fucking machine. I mean, this guy this guy was Drew Brees with a little bit of Lamar Jackson. He just happened to be white and left handed. He was pretty sweet.
2: Yeah, the other problem for him is he just didn't have the longevity. He started late. His his you know, his numbers don't like if you yeah. go young versus Favre and start comparing numbers that are raw numbers, it's not even you don't even realize you're looking at
0: players of near comparable ability. Well, exactly. You're right. He didn't start for as long. But but, but either way, the point remains is he feels like on the bottom. Where I think when it's all said and done and the dust settles, he holds all these records. He has been... Do you know the symbolic part about that thing Reggie Bush tweeted or Instagrammed that the Saints must the the same? Right? I saw it on
2: the Saints account, yeah.
0: So it was like he Instagrammed it and they just ripped it. Maybe he just gave it to them. I don't know. He wears the a Saints sim- sweatshirt a
2: lot. I think he's got a good thing going with them.
0: Yeah, the symbolism of Drew doing that down in that part of the end zone with that massive picture of the team with him in the center, Mm -hmm. like leading it. It's like, I don't think you can ask for more. We often say Tom Brady is like the best teammate in league history on top of being one of the best players could like, what's the difference between Tom Brady and Drew Brees? Every single player that speaks about Drew Brees speaks about him the same way all these guys think about Tom Brady. I've never heard, I mean, not one negative thing about the guy. Like, you've heard negative things about Tom in the sense of, and these are good negatives. You know, he's just, even Grok said it on the shop. You know, sometimes I tell Tom, like, you got to relax on these younger guys. They just don't know this shit as well as you. I heard Zach Streif, who I was telling you the other day, you know that he's the play-by-play guy, the former tackle. I would forgotten
2: that until you reminded me.
0: Play-by-play guy for the Saints. I actually heard one of his calls pretty good. But just the reverence in which every guy holds him. Like, every single one. And he, Colin had him on today. And one, he asked him, like, bro, you're stealing everyone's jobs. And he laughed. But he was saying that, he asked him, do you ever see Drew, like, really yell and get on guys? And he's like, you know, it's not really his style. It It takes a lot. You know, Drew is much, is there... It doesn't feel like there's, I mean, I I think Tom's pretty genuine, but he's got a little Hollywood to him. I would say Drew's the most genuine guy in the league. (laughs) Like, what you see is what you get. As high of a level guy as the league's ever had. And just one of the truly remarkable players. Someone, I think it was Dante Stallworth or Ted Ginn, or someone tweeted last night after just quoted a Saints tweet and was like, You'll never understand. I've witnessed this guy. There was a basketball hoop, I think, at the facility. And Drew goes there at night and just throws ball footballs into it just to, like, work on his touch. Like, I, all these guys talk about these stories of, like, I don't think you guys understand how this guy got here. Guy, he's short. He's slow. He's got an average arm. And when they signed him, he had a fucked up shoulder. Think about that.
2: So, I think that is the thing that people struggle with when you make a uh... I, I agree scares you as much as Rodgers, but it is in a different way. Because um,
0: you can't sack him. He can't run away. Yeah, he does I, I think the fear with Rodgers is radius. like,
2: you could do everything right and Rodgers will just find a way to extend a play and kill you. Because Breeze think, is
0: really the short Brady, right? Because he can't move.
2: Yeah, I, I think the Breeze stuff, I think the thing that holds him back in terms of just perception I think there's this kind of – and I, I've, I think about it a lot too. Is like, what is this – if he wasn't with Sean Payton, if he wasn't in this offense, like, I think there's a lot of that. And I don't even quite know how to feel about it other than I give the guy – like, he is, he's just great, capital G, no conditions. But I do think that's part of why that con- – I think it, the same way you look at, like, to a greater degree, air raid quarterbacks in college
0: – I just think you could do that with football, though. Like Brett Favre's three MVPs, he had Holmgren, Gruden, and Andy Reid as his three main offensive guys. No you doubt. Know? I mean, well, I think Montana, Montana Montana's had the king
2: of that. Yeah, Montana would be the king of that.
0: But comp. wouldn't you say? I'd say Brady's right there too. I know he's a defensive coach, but how many of the videos have you seen of them talking and him giving him tips in the in Bill's oh, office?
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I think. But I think Montana. I think that would work against Montana a little if he ha if he didn't have all the rings. But he's got the rings. So like the Montana thing, it's just you got that many rings as a quarterback and you got Joe Cool and now I mean Breeze has a
0: ton of comebacks too. So well, I think if Breeze Rodgers has more time cuz he's just younger, if Breeze can win another Super Bowl in these next couple of years, he would vault right up that list cuz the one thing he'd then immediately have over those three guys which to me feel like the great one-win Super Bowl champs of all time. Like, would you agree, Favre, Rodgers, and Young are just... You watched them, all-time great players, all won championships, one. But when you won that second one, and we have talked about this with Manning, like, you know, it sucked that he won his last Super Bowl as a shell of himself. But if you watch his entire career... And I've actually been critical. Like, I always thought, like, when I watched him, he looked a little tight in some big games, but he's one of the great players I've ever watched. He deserved to be a multi-time champion. So it's like, no one will remember, you know, the second time he could barely throw the ball 10 yards. You'll just think Peyton Manning, all-time great, the sheriff, top Mm -hmm. five quarterback ever. Yeah. Drew Brees, I mean, if he gets that second, I, I think he would then be a bit above Farvin Rogers. What do you think, what is the thing that holds it back? Well, his knock that I got from people on Twitter was like, well, and this is just the natural knock is going to be win-loss and miss playoffs. He had several seasons. Again, not his fault because the defense was historically poor. They were going 7-9 and nine there for like three straight years. Missed the playoffs. See, I, I, that's, I think it was 15-year starters in New Orleans. Cra- yeah, that seems crazy to me that the people even bring that up. Well, I mean, well, the knock on like Rodgers makes the playoffs every year. Except these last two, but he never. I missed. just yeah, I, I'm. That su- su- surprises missed. me. That surprises yeah. me. But that's one of those like the new age analytical people defend Brees like, fuck. Well, he's throwing 35 to 40 touchdowns. A I'm year. just saying, miserable.
2: I'm surprised that that many people point to
0: that just because he's played for so long. He's played for so long. Well, I know he went there after five years with the Chargers. I mean, he didn't start there. It feels like he's been there the whole time. Like no, he had this pre career. He was I, Wally Pip for Rivers. I'll he's just old. tell you, people can Doesn't Rivers tell feel older than Breeze?
2: Well, yeah, because he's just he <laughs> everything is old. He talks older, he acts older, he move his arm is older. He has more kids.
0: But Breeze, like when you get him talking about just like he's kind of old too. You know? Yeah, got, but I just mean like Yeah, he feels a little younger. He feels hipper for sure. The,
2: the all shucks thing just feels older, right? If you're, yeah, you're so, right. But I'd be curious, like I my perception is that the perception of just Sean Payton's wide open offense is part of why Breeze is perceived that way. That's my perception. Maybe it's more about the wins and losses. Like people you think are it's telling a
0: little you. air raidy
2: I think that's yeah, I, I don't think people think of it quite in those directly those terms, but I think that's what's kind of back there. But isn't that what the NFL is today? Yeah, but I think when we think of the greatest quarterbacks, and it doesn't—I'm going to say this—and it does, we'll be able to shoot holes in it immediately. I think people like to think you put a, this guy on any team, and any you just put him on any field, and he's going to with any team, and he's going to kill you. I think that's the way we talk about these guys.
0: Yeah, um, and, and I, I think one of his defining characteristics is he'd go, you know, of the Favre's, the Youngs, the Rodgers. One day, maybe like a Mahomes, or Russell Wilson. Like, God didn't give me their talent. That's that to Maybe me is that is speaks. the heart of it then. That's the heart yeah. of
2: that conversation.
0: Is how remarkable his career really is.
2: I just think, and this goes to how valuable the Reggie video is. To me, that, def- that, def- is, that, def- that,
0: def- that defines him, I think.
2: Well, it's part of how valuable the Reggie video is, is you don't really get to see, we know it with Peyton, but you don't really get to see how somebody is mentally superior at that position because you don't really know what everyone's supposed to be doing. Right? Physical like you physical yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: superiority is easy to identify. That's why it's easier to, in basketball to see shit, right? Because Drew's going to go down as one of the great players ever, and he's a below-average athlete. It's the, the, it's the one position where you can get by with just – he couldn't play any other position on the football field.
2: Well, what I'm saying is if he just had Roger's arm, would we just be more accepting that he's maybe the, one of the greatest two or three or four quarterbacks of all time? Yeah, his arm was stronger.
0: Yeah, I think we talk about him like a, like a little Favre or something. And
2: if he doesn't, so it's like, well, what's the what's the trick in the offense that allows but him I to be good? But I also think
0: part of like, then his style would be different. No, for sure. But I'm just saying, because his arm, I
2: think part of it is like, well, what's the trick that they use to make him as good as his other guys?
0: Well, it, there, I, I, my counter would be the trick. It's just he's the most accurate quarterback in the history of the league. Right. But So you but, can run any in order, route. To, he's going to hit guys' hands.
2: Yeah, but be, but really the trick is his head, right? Because he can't be that accurate without better anticipation. Like well, the like, one-handed catch that Michael Thomas had, that ball was thrown so softly, John. How, how about this comparison? Michael Thomas popped
0: it up and caught it with one we, hand. What you tweet? He throws the most catchable one-handed ball yeah, in, it's league, just, it was in league, league history. history? It was wouldn't you say his comp in baseball would be Greg Maddox? That I don't think Greg Maddox, despite having one of the truly great careers ever. Now, it's a little different because baseball, you're truly just kind of ISOed. But like, I, no one would ever say, well, he didn't have the stuff like Pedro or Randy or, you know, just some of these guys. But he was so smart. Now, he was really, t- he was so accurate. Like, to me, that's him. Like, I, I think they're kind of similar. Not that big. Yeah,
2: I, I don't think there's any question about that. I'm just saying, I'm trying to figure out why it's perceived that way. No, I think it's a good comp. Do you
0: think Greg Maddox gets more credit than Drew Brees? Uh, yes. It's easier, too, if you just win as a pitcher, is clear, right? Because you can't factor in, like, well, it's, he was giving up seven runs a game, but his team averaged ten. You know, it's, like, it's just not possible to be viewed as a good pitcher that way. Like, you have to pitch well. Whether you throw hard or not, but I I do think we just look at them like football, different than baseball. Like as a pitcher, I don't know if we judge like how tall you are that much. Like Pedro was short, but he threw hard. In football, being really short at quarterback does make you stand out, right? Mm-hmm. Because uh, uh, probably on the the like Garoppolo and Carr are on the small side, right? I think when you just think of like. Because an NFL quarterback, to most people, should look like Elway, Marino, Favre, Eli, Rivers, that type, body type. And that's what I think has been cool about the last decade. Plus, we got a lot more outliers coming in the league. And maybe that's the, you know, the the game's changed a lot. It's become much more open. Would it have been possible to be consistently that small back in the 70s and 80s? Or was there just such a stereotype where you never even got the shot? Which I think definitely played into it, right? Yeah. I, I I'm fuck just the guys.
2: I'll tell you this. One thing that'll be uh one thing that Drew's gotta do. So right now the all time leading passers in terms of completion percentage in the NFL. Breeze at sixty seven point six. So he's gonna be the touchdown leader and the completion percentage leader. You know who's second? Breeze is sixty seven point six. Second place is sixty seven. Active some, player. Some new age guy, yeah. Who is it? Cousins. Can't have that, John. Well, see, third is Chad Pennington. Fourth is Dak Prescott.
0: See, like I think you'd go Chad Pennington while he had a shorter career. Like, he did hang his hat on accuracy, right? He didn't yeah. have a big arm. I do think you could live with it. Like, it, it's understandable. To me, the Cousins thing, and this is like NBA, I think, with a lot of these new stats, you're like, you're telling me James Harden's the greatest scorer ever? You're like, I fucking want – this is insane. You
2: I'll, know, and I
0: th- – it's it, Kirk Cousins is way crazier than Harden. Like that's that's pretty wild.
2: I'm gonna read you the top 15. As I'll read a little slowly. Just think if there's one guy that you think you don't think should be on this top 15, but it will be there. The,
0: well, I'd say the one thing for Dak is like he's only been starting three and a half years. Yeah, How does it look still, after seven or eight? Exactly.
2: He's at 66, 65.9. Kurt Warner's at fifth. Matt Ryan's sixth. Peyton Manning and Tony Romo are tied for seventh. 65.3. Aaron Rodgers is ninth. 64.7. Russell Wilson and Philip Rivers are tied for tenth, sixty-four point six.
0: Would you say Rodgers the only big arm quarterback in the top ten?
2: Uh, yes. Um. Roethlisberger and Steve Young are tied for twelfth, sixty-four point three. Matt Schaub is tied for fourteenth at sixty-four point two, and Tom Brady is tied at fifteenth at sixty-three point eight with Derek Carr.
0: Correct. I could only reason I could guess that is because I can see you and I saw you smile. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, what would you say this list is? Could this list look kind of crazy in like 10 years?
2: Yeah, it could be. And that's yes. Yeah. And, and I, I heard somebody talking about the other day, like, is this is the Heisman getting a little crazy where it's just like, it's just these quarterbacks are putting up these numbers that you're like, well, how could you not vote for the guy? He's throwing for 48
0: touchdowns or whatever. Um, What's well, the Haberman theory on, like, <laughs> if you're throwing for 75% yeah, after 12 or 13 games? We just need to do a little I'm either bigger. red flagging your competition or red flagging the offense. I'm, well, it's, it's three things. I'm either red flagging the
2: competition, red flagging the offense, or you're one of the greatest quarterbacks.
0: Well, I got team. one for Derek Carr. Derek Carr is not an accurate quarterback. He actually is a hit-or-miss quarterback down the field. Where does his accuracy – where's he getting a lot of these easy completions, right? On checkdowns. Do you feel like on an 18-yard out, like that, Derek's very hit or miss on that. He gets ball sale on him. I bet if you really did a deep dive of his percentages past intermediate to deep and then just siphoned out the short stuff, now you'd argue that, yeah, everyone is more accurate on the short stuff. The difference is the truly great terms of accuracy. Like, to me, Drew Brees is accurate on every pass, Right. Matt to me, Matt Ryan over his career has been pretty accurate on like he has to be. Rivers throws a lot of picks, but he's an accurate passer when he's good. I don't view. I never viewed Derek. What's weird is the way people crush Derek. I always thought, like, yeah, he's a checkdown guy, but his strength is he's got this arm strength. He should push the ball down the field. Now he's hit or miss on those throws, and that's why Crabtree was so good on him because he could make these. Had a big catching radius, but I never yeah. viewed him as an accurate guy.